Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. To tell you the honest truth, I thought, well... We're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left. Another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five star rating and review or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family and that would help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Glenn, and Glenn's been having extreme paranormal encounters for the last 20 years, and some of them have been absolutely very, very serious. Glenn, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Cade. It's um, it's great to have you on, mate, because your your encounters have been incredible. Um, some of them have been life-threatening, and that's something that we've never really touched on with this podcast before, so I want to thank you for coming on the show to share something that is so so personal are you able to go back to the start of your encounters and walk us through them yeah all right um thanks for having me on um yeah um it, it, it dates well, first peaked in um about 2000 about 2000 at um 2000 when my youngest daughter was born um we were living in a house uh, living, yeah, we're living in a house, and um, it was pretty quiet there for many years. And then, just uh, one day, I went to an antique fair, and I bought an antique, brought it back to the house, and basically hell just broke loose. Um, we have have had a little bit of disturbances and stuff leading up into the years before for it um, before that. Um, it, it all started, we um, had scratching in the walls of electrical disturbances. Uh, we had children's toys going off in the middle of the night. They just randomly go off. Um, and my son, who was five at the time, he, um, he was in his room. He used to try to sleep. Um, and the door used to quite slam shut constantly. And I'd quickly run up, open the door, check on him, he'd be fast asleep. And as soon as my back was turned, it'd slam again. 
And this went on for weeks. It got to the stage that I actually put heavy objects against the walls, uh, against the door. And sure enough, to my back, once again, the door was just slammed shut again. Um, we ended up sending him to a friend's house and, yeah, it continued again. From then, um, from then we had our dog and cat in the house and they'd just start growling and at things we couldn't see going off. They were really going off. And we thought it was a bit odd. Then not long after that, um, we heard um, sounds of gunshots and screaming and children giggling um, in all hours of the night. It used to wake me up from a sleep and it used to get so bad that I used to shout out, you know, come on, come on, you've got to knock it off, I'm trying to sleep, and it would just go dead quiet. And this continued right, right up to the point we moved out. We had children's handprints started appearing, um, appearing on the ceiling and it was the first time a... Um, I don't know what it is, um, some sort of bad entity appeared. Um, it used to, when you're asleep, it used to um, blow cold air in your face. It'd be stinking hot summer nights and you'd be shivering and you'd just be paralysed and feel the cold air blowing in your face and you couldn't move. Um, Could you see this it, entity it, in there? No, I've never ever seen it. Never ever seen it. Um, it, it continued um, for, for many years. Um, this this um, entity and also started affecting other members of the house as well. Um, also, there was a large white orb. It was the first time I've ever seen it. Um, a lot of people think think of orbs of um, like you know you've seen the photos. Um, I can tell you now they're nothing like that at all. Um, the orb that came into the house the first time I seen it, um, it it was the size of football. It burnt so bright that it. It actually hurt your eyes if you shut your eyes. It was so intensely white and bright. And then um, one night it just came into the room and um, exploded just in bright light. What uh, do you mean? Bright, it, bright it, light. it just came into the room and it, it exploded and filled the room with light. Yeah, yeah, intense bright light to the point um, you, I had, it felt like welding flash in the morning. Um, you know, like you weld without goggles. My eyes were so red and sore, sore it wasn't funny. It, it's, um, so it, it had a physical was, effect on you, did it? Yes, yes. It actually, it actually made my eyes were sore for days afterwards. It was so intensely bright. Um, it was the first time we've seen it. We've seen it twice since then. It's um, in other houses as well. Um, yeah, it's um, but the only way I can describe of it describe it is it'd be uh, an orb's more like ball lightning um i don't know whether this is ball lightning or an orb i can't tell you but it it seemed to be able to navigate through the house like through doorways and and know what it was doing act, act with some sort of intelligence so it has some sentience to it really yes yes um and it, and years later when we've seen it once again i've seen it again and my eldest daughter and her friend seen it one night as well um, in a different house, we're talking about eight years later, it reappeared again. And do you think it was the same, exactly the same ball of light, or do you think this is maybe something completely different? Um, I've, I've always been of the opinion it's probably the same ball of light. Yes, um, I, I, I just don't know. Um, I, I really don't know. One thing I would explain about uh, explain about myself is um, I'm a skeptical believer. Um, no matter what I've seen and been to, I still have trouble believing it, and I've lived through it. If that makes sense, no, it absolutely does. I think you have to be a skeptical believer because it's so easy to to fall into the trap of believing everything, and then it's really hard to decipher what's real and what's not. 
Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly right. And um, uh, this this went on in the house right up to the point um, when we moved out. This was also the first time an old uh, an old lady, my daughter, um, would wake up in the middle of the night screaming. She was about, I think, I don't know, three or four or five. I don't remember my oldest daughter, what age she was. And she'd wake up screaming, complaining of an old lady in a room, constantly complaining of this old lady. Um, at that point, I don't recall seeing her, but... Yeah, later on we did see an old. We used to see an old lady quite regularly um, in the last few years, up to to what happened. So this old lady would just show up in the house, or was this something that would just show up anywhere? Um, at this point, it was only in my daughter's room. It was only show up in her room, and she's um, only one who really seen it. And I, I think possibly my youngest daughter seen it at that stage too. But she was very, very young at that stage. Oh wow, that's that's inter- that's terribly terrifying, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, strangely, because um, we this went on for such a long time in that house, you um, if you you live in an active house, you strangely get used to it. You get very used to it. It's it it becomes normal, um, except for the except for the sleep paralysis or whatever the bad entity was. And um, after a while, we discovered when the bad entity was around, none of the others were around. Um, yeah, there were young children in the house we see giggling, um, playing with the toys, etc. But as soon as the bad entity used to come out, everything else would go quiet. Like the, all the, all the, like this one entity or whatever it was, it seemed like it controlled everything else in the house. So you're saying that you had multiple entities living within that house with you and your family? Yeah, um, well, it, um, what what we later discovered, um, separate um, ghost hunting groups and all that, they come back with the same result. It's been about three, five ghosts, um, one demon, one angel. They always come back with that. They, um, these are separate independent ghost groups who don't know each other, don't know me, always come back with that result. And the big question has always been of, I've always asked, and no one can answer me, have we got one bad thing pretending to be all these other things, or do we really have five five ghosts and, yeah, one demon and one, one angel? I just don't know. It's it's a terrifying thought just to to have so many people come in there and kind of validate the fact that you do have all these different entities in that house. What, what yeah, goes through yeah, your head that- when you get told this over and over and over by all these different um, investigators? Um, I, I just, I just don't know what to believe. You just get to the stage, you just don't know what to believe. Um, it sort of validates what you know, but you don't sort of want to admit to it. Um, don't get me wrong. Some of these spirits or whatever this is, are quite friendly and helpful at times. Um, they'll open doors for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They'll, you know, you'll be walking up to a locked door and I'll just open for you and let you in and stuff like that. Um, they actually can be quite helpful for you, um, to you at times. Um, I, I, I don't know, um, at this stage, um, I still have trouble trying to understand what, what happened and what's, what's going on with, with these, um, spirits and entities. Um, yeah, I just don't know. So with some of these being, what you're saying are good entities and some of them being bad. What, what has, what's some of the bad stuff that these entities have brought into your house? Um, well, we've had the bad smells. Um, well, we move on like 
um, later on down the track, we had um, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. The first sign of the thing being back was the plague of flies for over probably over a year. It, it, it was just flies, bad smells. Um, we've had pet animals mutilated, come out fine and they're healthy, and the next minute they're ripped apart. Um, and no apparent cause for it. Um, there's, there's, yeah, uh, there's nightmares um, and stuff like just stuff like that. It's just and yeah, it's just stuff like that. It's it's hard hard to describe describe it all. But it, they 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 can do some terrible stuff at times. Um, I've had um, yeah. When, in the next, um, when it really peaked again seven years later, that's when this thing got really bad. It's um, when all the bad stuff happened. So, have you done much research into what might be causing these things? Because in in my travels, I've learnt that if there's a bad smell around, and it's usually kind of like the smell of a, a like sulfur or sulfuric acid, yeah. things like that. Yep. It's um, a lot of people do connect that to demonic actions or demonic activity. Yes. Um, yes. and, and the, the whole, the whole fly swarming your house, that's, um, that's, it's definitely not like it's a normal thing that, that normally just doesn't happen. That's, that's a really unique thing. It, it um, got so bad here. I tried to get ghost groups in some of them are better than others. Um, I go into that, um, a lot of them, um, I even I even approached a Catholic priest once in the church. I showed him videos, the ones I sent you, some of those. And this bloke went white as a ghost. He ran out of the room and came back and blessed my computer and all the rest of it. And he was convinced that it was demonic. Um, yeah, it's and a lot of people won't touch touch this haunting with a ten foot pole. They just don't want to know about it. They've even said to me, "We don't do demonic stuff. And what you all got's demonic." Um, yeah. So have you Basically, felt helpless in this whole situation because of that? Um, frustrated more than anything um, because I've got ghost groups who, who have just absolutely criticised me and all the rest because I, I um, because they go, do you want me to remove it? I, and I actually say to them, no, I want you to document it. I want you to identify it because um, um, they just want to come around here, wave a bit of um, oh, sage around the place. And and just leave it at that. But they don't understand. Um, I've accidentally provoked this thing before. When you piss it off, sorry, but, but, but when you annoy it, it, it will react um, and take it out on us. And that's why I can't explain to them. It, it's not a straightforward, just straightforward haunting. It's, 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 it's nowhere near it. So, yeah, just mainly frustrated with them um, and... So a bit helpless. I've even contacted people in the state, and they seem to think, "Oh, yeah, we can do it." You know, you give me a hundred dollars, and we can clear your house from over there using um, the internet or something. And I'm just like, I've been trying to find someone who who deals in it and will come here on the ground and do it, sort of thing. Ground zero. But have you found that this thing has followed you to other houses, or is it? Purely only within this one location. No, it's followed us to uh, roughly seven houses now. Wow. It's always with us. Um, it's it's always it's always a um, um before before um when when I get into the rest of the story um I've never ever touched a Ouija board in my entire life 
um, and people often go, well, you must use the Ouija board to cause the haunting. Um, all I can say about that, using Ouija boards is a load of crap about being haunted. Um, we've had this had this happen to us and I've never ever touched one before that. So when when I get into the rest of the story, um, we got desperate. We thought, well, we've got nothing to lose, so we're going to ask it directly for um, for answers. And yeah, we we did get some answers out of it. So you said this all started because you bought an antique. Yes. So what was the item that you bought that was that was potentially haunted that led to this happening? Um, it was an. Antique black powder rifle. Um, you're legally allowed to own them up here. Back in those days, I don't even have it now. So you've removed the item from your house, and you're still being haunted. Yes, but you. Um, but the thing is, was we had activity before that. Um, all the items we own now, um, past this point, we barely have anything left from that time at all. We've updated our furniture, our, you know, just. This whole ha- whole household. There's barely um, anything left from that house that we have to this day. So something's People, attached itself um, to you and your family. Yeah, possibly to me at a very young age. Um, I used I grew up on four thousand acres, so I used to stay in a lot of old farmhouses. One um, outside Tomlingley, New South Wales, was actually a murder committed there. Is like my mother used to leave me there alone, terrified in the house as a child um, while they went to the other farmhouse to sleep. I absolutely hated that house. Um, it could come from anywhere. I, I have memories of talking to these things when I was three years old. Two men used to appear, so I'd be in my cot. And I'd be talking to them. My mum would come into the room and she'd go, who are you talking to? And I used to say, the men, the men. She could never see them. So it um, could have come from anywhere, this thing. But, um, yeah. So, do you mind going into some of the, the more recent stuff that's been happening, you said? Yeah, so, after a while, we moved out of that house. Um, we had to leave that house. And um, after we moved, I was over there cleaning the house, and a neighbour said to me, um, said, do you know there was a suicide in that house? I said, no. And she said, yeah. A bloke, because um, we see the gunshots in the night, they will have like shotguns. Um, and she said, yeah, it, it happened a few years ago. Um, a, a man killed his wife and two children in the house. And I looked at her and I thought, that's odd. Um, I've tried researching it since then. I can find no trace of it mentioned anywhere, so I don't know how true it was. But it was just a random neighbour that told us that. Um, oops, I just broke the chops on. Um, just, yeah, so... I, I honestly don't know if there's any validity to that story or not. I just don't know. But that's what we were told. And if that was a residual haunting in that house and it was replaying those those dreadful moments, that really makes a lot of sense to the, the gunshot sounds and the screaming that you were hearing. Yeah, but unfortunately, um, if it's residue, um, when I told it to be quiet, it'd be quiet and the kids was were smart enough to turn the toys on and play with them. I also got, um, yeah, I forgot to mention, I was sitting in front of the lounge of that house one night and I got a cold shiver down my back and my shirt off. I had three long scratch marks down the down my back. Um, this was before we had mobile phones and all the rest of the, the gear we've got now, so I couldn't photograph it. And it stayed there for about 20 minutes and it just vanished. Um, they, the, the scratches ran from my shoulder right down 
to my towel bang down my back. It was just dead out of nowhere. And that was at that house as well. Um, yeah, I forgot to mention that. It's been such a long time ago. And is that the only time that you've been physically affected by the entities in your in your life? Um, no, I've been pinched, slapped, scratched. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, handprint across my chest. Um, twice it's done the handprint across my chest, and I, um, the second time I got up seeing the handprint, and I'm like, I'm just going to refuse, absolutely refuse to even acknowledge you've done that. You know, I'm just absolutely over 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 this thing. So I didn't even photograph that one. I just went on my way and, yeah, done my thing. Um, yeah, I just got to the stage. I'm just so over this thing. Just, you know, you just get that way at times. I don't know how you anyone would react to that, to, to waking up with scratch marks and, and slap marks, even just being slapped by this thing. That would be, that would be terrifying. Yeah, well, um, well, the it's, it's, it's sometimes you don't even feel the slaps. You'll just see the big red mark across your chest. Um, that one I picture I sent you the handprint. It lasted for three days and burnt like severe sunburn. I didn't even feel when that happened. Um, the pinch I well and truly fell. It was quite painful, um, quite nasty. Um, but you you just get to to a point where you just you get used to it, and then after a while you get even get sick of it. Sort of thing, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, I can imagine um, you just kind of you you're on your you really get on your nerves, essentially. Yeah, yeah, basically, um, it, it it does. It, it it's it's part of its way of trying to wear you down. Um, yeah, but anyway, back to the story. Um, we moved to another house, and the old lady kept um appearing to my eldest daughter, she'd wake up in the night screaming her head off and all the rest of it. But otherwise, we, um, yeah, we had, had no activity there whatsoever. And then we, then we moved to another house after that. Once again, the older houses got kept in cellars. Uh, um, uh, yeah, and we started seeing shadow people um, and prints on the ceiling. Old lady started... Um, to my oldest daughter again, scratching in the walls. Um, we had a mirror that kept falling off double hooks, and a creepy doll which kept um, kept causing nightmares for my daughters. And basically, you'd be waked up from screams in the middle of the night constantly. Um, but that's that's about as full on as it's got. When I'm when I'm talking about um, this activity, we're usually talking about maybe five or six events in a day. That'd be a quiet day. And, you know, something happened five or six times a day. And that's a quiet um, day? That was a quiet day for us, yeah. Wow. Um, and around about the time we moved, um, I developed um, symptoms of bowel cancer. I had the whole lot, the bleeding, the weight loss, everything. I was going specialist in and out, um, left, right and centre. Um, the doctors were convinced I had bowel cancer and all the rest. I was tested till I was like blue in the face. And... They couldn't find no cause for my sickness and after a while went away after having it from, um, I think I had it for about four or five months and it went away, just vanished as quickly as it came on. All the symptoms and everything? Yep. Every symptom you can imagine I had, every single symptom of bowel cancer. The doctors were convinced I had bowel cancer. And then it all and just disappears in instantly? Yes. Yep. Disappeared again. Just vanished. 
without and they to this day they don't know what what happened. They just don't know. And your and your health has improved. Uh, it, it hasn't declined or anything like that. Um, no. It once again I had another mystery. Um, about five years later, another mystery illness. Um, I'm a migraine sufferer, so an average migraine lasts for about three days. Um, I had one that um, it's gotten stumped. It lasted 12 weeks straight. I was vomiting every day, dizzy in the head, walking to the walls. Um, they were convinced I had a brain tumor. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, I had brain rapid, rapid um, weight loss. Um, yeah, and now all the symptoms that went along with that. I had CT scan, CT scans, everything. They were convinced I was going to see the year out. Oh wow! And so it was pretty full on. Once, yeah, and once once again, um, it just it just vanished. The most interesting thing was they stuck me in an MRI machine, and it started shaking violently. Um, it nearly ripped itself off the hinge, off the dynabolts, off the floor. Um, I remember looking at the operator and he just went wide as a ghost and he just hit the emergency shutdown button. He was just really shaking. Um, this is why they had me in the machine. It just went absolute ballistic. Um, this is, yeah, this is um, just at the local hospital. And I said to him, I said, um, what happened? He, he just looked at me and he, he, just, he, just, he was really um, stirred up and he said, oh, that just happens sometimes. And he Next minute, he said, "You can go now." They cut the the scan short by about ten minutes or something, looking for this brain tumor. And he said, "You can go now." Next minute, he's rushing out of the room. He's getting people to come in there, and I, I, I to this day, I don't know what happened happened oh, in wow. there. But um, yeah, but that's uh, another thing that um, happened as well. Um, yeah, um, it, it happened as well. Another thing about this. Um, thing as well, it's not confined to the house by a long shot. I've um, we've had figures appear in the cars while we've been driving. That one um, later on the story, one nearly made me crash. Um, one kid beside me. Um, my son used to have it in his car as well. Um, you know, we'd be driving along, black figures appear in your car, and they'd just be there, and you'd, you'd scare the crap out of you. Um, I was down at a shopping centre one day. I was walking. I walked up to the window, and everything in the window just fell off the shelves. I went, what the hell? I got really embarrassed. I took off. So I walked down a bit further down the mall, stopped down another window. Same thing happened. Everything just kept falling off the shelves as I walked up to the window. So I got out of there. Um, my daughter, um, seen her sister there one day um, in the shopping centre. This is years later. Um, and she's singing out to her sister through the crowd. She's singing out to her, trying to catch up to her, and her sister just kept walking right in here. And as as she tried, just tried to catch up to her, um, her sister walked around the corner. 
And as soon as that happened, her, 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 her real sister walked straight around and said, here, it's, 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 said, I'm, I'm here, why are you calling out to me? She said, I was just chasing through the shopping centre. And she said, I've just got here, I've just walked in through the doors. Oh, you're um, kidding. Yeah. So something's mimicking no. your family. Yes, um, yeah, there's there's another good example of that later um, later on, yeah. So um, after this house, everything started going crazy. We had to move to another house again, and this is where things get interesting. We were in this house for about 10 years, and for about seven-odd years, nothing happened at all. It was quiet. And one day I um, went and bought Luca. He's a um, four-foot jester. Um, and with an old antique chair, we put him on there. Um, we bought him off an old bloke who, whose wife used to collect dolls. She had passed on and none of his adult children wanted him. Um, he had him for sale for $70. They paid for over $1,000 for him. And when we went up to see him, he, he was practically going give to give it to us for free because he just wanted him to have a good home. But we just paid him paid him what he was asking for and took him home. Um, after we brought Luca home, um, things started happening in the house again, and it wasn't too oh, about a year later I realised the day I brought him home, the first day was the day he actually moved, um, first moved his head. I was looking at an old photo, and then I seen the date on it and realised it was the day I brought him home. So do you think bringing him into your house has increased that activity? No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I, I'm really, to this day, I'm puzzled. I don't know if, if Luca was haunted before he came to the house or after he's come to the house. I, I don't really know. It's it's, um, it's a bit of a loss about what, what's happened there. I, I, to this day, I don't know. Um, as for Luca being bad, the jury's out on that. Um, like, uh, animals absolutely love him. I've walked in and found a cat giving him bear hugs, mentioned to his face. Um, our dogs, you know, when I was pups and all that, they used to sit at his feet. Animals absolutely love him. It was a struggle to keep animals away from him at times because they love him so much. It definitely seems to get a bit of a mixed reaction from your family. Yeah, I, I, I don't know to this day. Um, we've still got him here. He's here right now. There's no point in getting rid of him. Um, at the end of the day, he's a vessel. You know, um, it's 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 a bit like taking a car away from a bad driver when there's ten other cars parked in the garage. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just, just a waste of time. Yeah, absolutely. Him. Yeah, so this is when the scratching the scratching in the walls started, and then um, not long after that, we started to have the fly plague. There were flies that were so thick every day. There were flies. We used to have to buy um, three cans of fly spray practically every two days just to spray the spray, and it had little effect on them. So the flies returned? Yeah, no, this is when the flies first started in this house. Oh, okay, yep. Yep. Um, they were safe. They were sick. They were just everywhere. We could not get rid of them. We tried everything, absolutely everything. Um, they were so bad, they stained the ceiling. They just um, sprayed blood or whatever they do up there, they stain it. I used to have to get up there and scrub it. It used to take me hours with a woolly washer and just scrub the ceiling clean and, and it was just a waste of time. It really was. It's it's so it's so unique and it's so odd. I mean the only other time I've ever heard something like this and and it's from a Hollywood movie, it's from the Amity Phil um horror. And 
that's the only other time I've ever heard of something like this. It's 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 incredibly creepy and just insanely weird. Yeah, it, it was. Um, it was. I, I, you know, I've, I've seen those movies before, and I've sort of gone, you know, I've, you know, haunted dolls and stuff. I'm going, yeah, it, the movie's sort of right, but this is not the way it works in real life. Um, especially when I get up the bit about the possible possession, you know. It's, so, is that something that you you want to touch on? The, the possession. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll tell you about that. Um, I'll tell you about what I've seen in the hospital, and yeah, I'm on point with all that. Because um, at, at, at the end of the day, if someone else is going through this, they can learn by my mistakes or know what to do. <laughs> and yeah, so um, in in this house, we started. Getting scratching on the walls, it used it got really really bad. Um, one one of the walls we used to have scratching, and we had a busted pipe in there, so the landlord had to cut the wall open. And I tell you what, there was nothing in there at all. It was nothing that could be making that noise. Nothing could get in there. But um, it was everywhere in the ceilings, in the walls. I used to bash on the walls and tell it to shut up, and it either go quiet for a few seconds and start again or just keep continue going. It was nonstop scratching in the walls. The bad smells started everywhere. Um, you'd just be sitting there and it just smells like someone's just done a fart on you and it, you'd be choking on the fumes of it basically and then it would just finish in the thin air. Um, then we started seeing the apparitions. The old lady first appeared. There was an old man. Um, we had the children back in the house running around playing dolls and stuff. Um, I've got videos up on YouTube. You can see the F and me. I've even recorded the kids. I've even got video of that, recorded the kids' voices in the house. Um, the house we were living in at the time, it was a very large block. We had old neighbours behind us and no kids and bushland on behind us. And there was a large gap between the houses. Um, it was the first thing I ruled out, you know. Um, yeah, but they um, had the black mass first appeared, the one that hovers above me when I'm asleep. Um, the white orb came back again. Um, my daughter and her friend were staying, uh, she was sleeping over one night, and they went out to the kitchen to get something to eat, and they seen the oil float through the house. Once again, they described it like exactly what I was seeing years earlier. It was intelligent and knew where the doors were, basically, and it could navigate the house the size of football and very blinding. And they absolutely, um, basically, yeah, got scared and ran into the room and locked the door. Um, I, I seen that again, once again in that house, same thing, middle of the night, and it came in the room, done the same things before, exploded and just blinded me again and hurt my eyes, basically. Um, I've had, had people suggest that this might be one of the, um, one of the good guys um, the because the, the, white light's supposed to be very healing. Um, trying to fight off, trying to fight off the um the more evil presence. Do you think there is a battle going on for your family between these spirits? Um, it's it's a good possibility. Um, it, it, it definitely seems that way. Um, it seems it 
seems that way because all the ghost groups I've ever had in also get the name Michael. It comes up on the spirit box constantly. And they said that's uh, the um, Archangel Michael. Um, that's what they think that refers to. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm at a loss. Um, after everything's happened, I, I very well could be um, what happened um, with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, getting back to the story, I had, um, I've got antique clocks. They used to turn themselves um, on and off. They all lined up, and they'll just start out of blue. Luke has actually got a favourite clock. It used to always start ticking and just go by itself. Um, people have people have told me um, they've seen an old lady go into that clock. Into so, the clock? Into the clock, yeah. It's, um, the clock was made in 1800s. I've got details. I bought it um, online from America, and it's from the time of the American Civil War when it was made. So do you think that spirit's attached to that clock? A good possibility. I think she's only a residue attached to that clock, that particular one. Yeah. Um, around about this time also, um, Luca started moving more and more. Um, we we had had the rest of the stuff in pencil on the um, ceiling, spaces being vast versus children playing, sheets and blankets being ripped off us in the middle of the night. Um, and there's a hooded figure now that was an interesting one. Um, the sleep process, all, all the classic basic um, poltergeist stuff, plus we had intelligent, plus we had residue, plus we had demonic. Now, the hooded figure, that's an interesting one. I'll, um, I've got to, got to add, at this point, I've been to the doctor and I said, I'm going, going nuts. Can you check me out? I, I said, I've got schizophrenia. I'm seeing and hearing shit. So I got checked out and said, no, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. So, yeah, that's how how bad I started cresting my Sandy at, at this at this point of time. Um, the hooded figure. Um, I was out working on the car one day in store day, on daylight, had my head under the engine bay, and I looked out, and there's this hooded figure standing a couple of feet um, away from me next to the house with its head bowed, couldn't see its face, and with its arms into the um, So you can't see its hands, basically. Sort of like the room reaper, but you don't really see anything. And then later on that day, it, it appeared and just disappeared. I didn't see it again. Later on that day, I was looking um, at the back in the bushland, and I was um, I had a garden up there. I was just looking at you know the pumpkins and all the rest of the tomatoes, and I looked up under the tree. Here it was again, standing, but I couldn't see any features. Um, then after that point. Um, Nine people I know died. What do you, what do you mean? Um, person died once every two months. The, the only thing they had in common was they knew me. One was murdered, the rest were in for sickness. Really? Some were perfectly healthy. Yeah, some were perfectly healthy, some were sick. Some, you know, but yeah, one was murdered. You can Google that. Um, just Google um, uh, uh, Jelani's Creek. Bruce Monaghan, Delaney's Creek. And murdered. Um, he was a very good friend of mine. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we, we had a cluster death. And I asked, I, um, basically a cluster death. I asked um, many people, 
have you been through it? Um, and no one could really tell me this. Do you think that has something to do with the negative spirits attached to you? I I don't know. I know the hooded hooded hooded, hooded figures. Um, I am. I don't know. I don't know where it fits in the relation. Um, in the in the in the middle of everything, I wouldn't wouldn't have a clue. And have you ever seen the hooded figure again, or is that kind of a just a one-off thing? I only have seen him that those two times had the class of death, and that's it. Never seen it again. It seems like it's an omen or something, doesn't it? Yeah, well, that's that's what I took it as. Um, I've I've never seen it again. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'll back sort of back to this house now. Um, we started getting weird phone calls. Um, very statically, strange voices on the phone constantly when we we're um, when we we're out or in the house. Um, if I even mention the name Luca or what was going on, the phone would just automatically cut out, drop out straight away. Um, yeah, it's, if it drops out now, it's probably going to be why. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we um, even had um, it, it happened when I was at the hospital as well. Um, the phone would cut out. You'd hear really bad growl and. And the phone will cut out. Um, I had people come around to the house to investigate it once again, um, and they got they got growled out. The growling was coming from nowhere. They couldn't find the source of the growling. The growling. Um, we had the screaming voices again. Um, the bad ending was back where the snores, pipe spoke. Um, yeah, basically, the sleep paralysis. Um, we'd get up in the morning and all our ultimate would be turned back to front and our pictures would be um, would be all crooked on the walls constantly every morning we'd have to get up and straighten everything up because they'd just all be tampered with from the night before and Luca started really moving at this stage. Um, we're not talking about little moves, we're talking about big moves. Um, I set up cameras to try and catch him in the act. I went through six lots of cameras malfunctioned or the cameras would just be moved to the side. Um, pointed away from him and also lost to to a uh, brand new iPad and a brand new computer malfunction and a lot of that stuff had a lot of ca- captures stored on it it was gone for good did you ever see him move in person yes only once ever after everything had happened really yeah the um what happened was my wife um she um was cleaning him to sat him down for some reason we did not know why to stay he fell shoved his face so I had to piece him back together again and I was touching the paint up on his face holding him um, and I was just blow drying a bit of paint and he was looking straight ahead and he just turned his head and looked straight at me you're kidding um, no I'm not um, because normally we line his chin up with the seam on his shirt and he just turned his head right in front of me and I've just gone and my, um, I said to the family, they were nearby, I said, are you seeing this? They said, seeing what? I, I said, he just moved. And they said, I said to them, is his head turned? Am I mean, seeing shit? And they said, no, you're not seeing it at all. Um, yeah, he turned his head and looked straight at me. That's the one and only time that I've ever seen him move. And I'm not talking about a little move. It wasn't slight. It was one complete move. Because um, I've always been trying to work out how he moves. Is he moving like a couple of millimetres every 
couple of hours, or is it just one big turn? It's one big turn. That's that's how he does it. And how's how's that make you feel? Um, it felt crazy. I felt like I was going mad at the time, but it's all in one way. It's going. I don't feel so crazy because I've actually seen it firsthand. My frustration is I can't. I've never been. I've I've caught him moving on camera. I've got it on camera, but it's only so slight. I've haven't been able to catch him on camera doing such a dramatic move. It, he just won't do it because, um, like I said, the cameras, I've had cameras set up on him before. If they don't malfunction, they just get turned away from him. You can actually, um, I used to have, have it stored. I don't know if I've got it, where the cameras you'll see him physically be turned away from him just before he moves. Um, we tried everything we can. Like I ruled out absolutely everything I could. Um, other, other things make him move. I've, um, it got to the stage, um, as as he went on, he got more and more bolder. He'd literally move, like we check, we had to check him every about half an hour, most sure he hasn't moved. He'd literally move, turn your back or walk past him and he'd turn his head. Um, even if you're in the same room as him, he'd, he'd turn his head. As long as you weren't looking at him, he'd turn his head. Um, I remember one morning I got up and he had moved his head pretty dramatically. I, I used to photograph it. I've um, got all the pictures of it. And I was on my computer and I was sat down and going, no, I'm not going to photograph you just yet. I'm going to, I just have to do something on the computer. Um, by the time I finished typing on the computer and looked up, he was, um, basically he moved back to where he was again. That's, that's insane. It, it, it sounds truly terrifying with, with everything that you, you've got going on in that house. And of course, I mean, we're, we're really only scratching the surface to, to what's been happening in your, your life, especially around these paranormal encounters, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. This is this is only tip of the iceberg. Like if I was to rattle off um, every single thing that we've seen, seen, um, we'd be here all day. Um, I'd have to sit down with you. Just go through every message, everything I've written, because there's just things I've forgotten about. Um, it, it's four years ago, and we just want to put this behind us. Even though we've still got the haunting now, but it's only sporadic. Um, this thing goes around in seven years loose cycles. That, that, that's the weakest point now. So that's in the next few years that possibly might pick up again. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 very intense. I mean, some of the stuff that you've told me, we can't air it because it's yeah. it's it's probably a little bit too much, and um, yeah. it's enough to to really keep you awake at night. That's the the simplest way that I can put it. Um, Glenn, I want to thank you for coming on the show and, and sharing your encounters, your your life story essentially with us. That's it's it's truly it definitely does sound like you've got multiple things attached to you. I mean, there's absolutely no denying that. Um, yep. One of my one of my final questions for you, Glenn, is what do you what do you think they are? Do you think it's something paranormal? Do you think it's something demonic? Do you think it may be something completely different? Um. I think it's demonic and paranormal. Um, yeah, we haven't even got to the good parts yet. Um, with this, with what what's happened, um, I think it's demonic. Um, have, have we still got time to go into all that? Uh, if if you're okay with that, we'll get you on again to go into the whole um, possession side of things. The, the, yeah, possession side of things. There's another case of a double ganger. Um, that was that's probably the most trivial thing that's ever happened to me. The other double ganger experience I had in the house. That was the thing that took the cake for me. Well, what we'll do, um, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely do a part one, part two. Yeah, because um, right. I that's, think that's all good. I don't want to rush you at all. 
it's all documented. Um, one thing I done when Lucas started moving, I I posted on a page and it just got so intense the interest. So I just made his own page and I just documented on there as a diary. And people wanted to come over look at it. And I just go for it um, and stuff like that. And I've kept all screenshots from from the uh, from the rest of the story when the possession started. I've got screenshots of all the messages. I've, I've got so much stuff. Um, it's dates, times, yeah. Well, mate, what we'll do is we'll definitely get you on for a part two because there's there's so much more to to unravel in this. But again, I do want to thank you for coming on the on the podcast tonight because it's been this is this is a really really intense um, set of events, and I think part two is really going to open a a lot of people's eyes as to what's going on. Yes, um, I've got to warn people too. Um not to make the mistake I made, which could have caused all this. Um, yeah, I've got to go into that, a mistake I made, but I sort of feel partly responsible, but then again, it might have happened anyway, but I'll go into all that as well. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au. Or you can message me on Facebook, and that's facebook.com forward slash Believe UFO Radio. Until next time, stay safe, and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.